Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the dump. This is Will Crease here. Uh, so tonight, uh, I don't have my co-host with me, so I'm going to make best. And uh, alright, so the topic for today, we got the U.S. government's secret experiments on its citizens. Uh, long and the short of it, I got this uh, big-ass book, like 500-page book. And it's full of all sorts of conspiracies and, uh, you know, things like that, secret societies, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was going through it, and I came across this thing, uh, the U.S. government's secret experiments on its citizens. And uh, so it goes through uh, something from about the 30s going on into the 90s, uh, all these various things that have come to light. And the reason I bring this up is because the way the world is now, uh, a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of these things had me thinking. Uh, seeing all the random test sites and how when you go into the hospital, you have to get your forehead temperature taken and stepping through scanners and all this stuff. It has me wondering, you know, what is the ultimate goal of this? But uh, I digress. So let's uh, get into it here. You know, it has something, uh, 1931, uh, about cancer. Uh, the Rockefeller Institute for Medical Investigations infected human subjects with cancer cells. Dr. Cornelius Rhodes established the U.S. Army Biological Warfare Facility in Maryland, Utah, and Panama, and began a series of radiation exposure experiments on patients in government and civilian hospitals. And, uh, so just starting right there, you know, that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. You know, you walk into a hospital and they say, oh, hey, you know, just uh, step through this big scanner and let's put this thing on you. And instead of uh, wearing that, you wear this instead. You know, it's just very odd to me. And then when you go back into history, you see the sort of things that they do. You know, it gives you a broader spectrum to look through. I'm not saying that they're up to anything. I'm just saying it's always better to be cautious than to be stupid. Um... So going on in 1932 with syphilis. In the Tuskegee syphilis study, 200 black men diagnosed with syphilis were never told of their illness and were used as human guinea pigs in order to better understand the symptoms of the disease. None of the men received any kind of treatment and only 74 survived. So, you know, 200 people that had a disease were tested they were watched, studied, and then, uh, you know, only 74 of them lived. It's a pretty shitty success rate, you know, just in the name of science. And this is here in America. This isn't in another country. This is right here in the good old U.S. of A. Uh, 1935, dietary deficiencies. Millions had died of pellagra. Never heard of it. A dietary deficiency in poverty-stricken black populations. The U.S. Public Health Service finally acted to curb this disease and admitted that it had known the cause of pellagra for more than two decades. So for over 20 years, they knew what was causing it. They're just like, eh, we'll get to that eventually. Put that on the back burner. That's only people's lives, you know. Like Flint with that toxic water, you know. Just put that on the back burner. Another couple of years, it doesn't really matter. 1940, malaria. In order to gauge the abilities of experimental drugs designed to fight malaria, 400 prisoners in Chicago were infected with the disease. 
So just imagine one day driving down the street or walking down the street or whatever the fuck you're doing in 1940 Chicago, uh, part of the mob, you know, whatever. And uh, you end up going to jail. Maybe you go to jail for something big. Maybe you go for something small. Maybe it's jaywalking. And then uh, they say, hey, you need to go to the infirmary real quick. I need to give you a shot. Make sure that you're safe and healthy so that you don't infect any of the other prisoners. And you go, okay, yeah, I'll go get my little safety shot. And then uh, they give you fucking malaria. Not by accident. 100% intentional. They inject malaria into you. Jesus Christ. 1942, mustard gas. That's a fun one. 4,000 servicemen, mostly Seventh-day Adventists, who were conscientious objectors. Those are people who got drafted for war, volunteered for service, but they did not want to kill anybody, and they openly talked about that. You know, they, they would tell their... Uh, commanding sergeant, I won't kill that guy. I'm a conscientious objector. It's somebody you knew well enough to object. They were aware of their objections, which isn't good for the military. They don't like that sort of shit. So, uh, yeah, they served as human guinea pigs for mustard gas experiments. Because why not? If you don't want to fight in the war, let's just test mustard gas on you. That seems like a fair trade-off. Should probably picked up the M16, Johnny. Alright, we got 1946. So this is all World War II era now. Medical experiments. World War II veterans recovering from wartime wounds in veterans administration hospitals were quietly used as subjects in medical studies and experiments. Same thing we demonized the Germans for at the exact same time period. And we were doing it on our own people who had served in that war fighting that guy. Hats off. 1947, radioactive injections. That, see, you don't even need to test that. You already know how that's going to turn out. Because the words radioactive and injections are on the same piece of paper together. It's not going to turn out good. It's going to turn out terrible. You think you're going to turn into the fucking Incredible Hulk? The U.S. Atomic Energy Commission began administering intravenous doses of radioactive materials to human subjects. 1947. It's going into the 50s. We had already split the fucking atom. And we are injecting radiation into people. Brilliant. 1947. Psychedelics. Now that's a good one. See, they, they should do more of those. You know, spiking the water supply and just randomly dosing people. I'm not against that. That seems like a pretty good idea. Uh, so, in its efforts to evaluate LSD as a potential weapon or truth serum, the Central Intelligence Agency administered dosages of the powerful hallucinogenic drug to human subjects, civilian and military, often without their knowledge or consent. Again, not against that, but uh, I can see how you could run into some issues with that. How people might give you a little pushback and you fucking just dosed them with fucking mind-altering substances. <laughs> really mind-melting, beautiful acid from Langley, Virginia. 
1950 radiation. Again, with the radiation, like they didn't figure it out. With nuclear weapons still in their infancy, Department of Defense detonation nu- uh, detonated nuclear devices in desert areas and then monitored unsuspecting civilians in cities downwind from the blasts for medical problems and mortality rates. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big radioactive fucking bomb. So, probably some sort of adverse health effect. You already dropped it in Japan, you knew. You didn't need to do that in the 50s. You dropped two in Japan, you monitored that. You seen it was fucking horrible. Ah, goddamn. Uh, 1950 again. Bacteriological warfare. The U.S. Navy sprayed a cloud of bacteria over San Francisco to test how a large city would respond to more lethal biological attacks. Many residents became ill with pneumonia-like symptoms. That's interesting. That's back in the 50s. And uh, just a few years ago, there's a lot of hype about chemtrails and contrails and the difference and if the government's really spraying shit in the sky. And, uh, you know, it's going back to 1950. You know, they were doing that and they were testing viruses, bacteria, uh, biological warfare, basically testing bacteria on people, giving them the pneumonia, making them ill, fucking with their lungs. You know, it's just, it's interesting to see and how recursive it is where it comes up again, you know, 50, 60, 70 years later, people are still talking about similar shit, but there's evidence out there that it has been done before. So I guess it gives a little bit of credence to those people that when they bring up those conspiracies, you know, maybe, hey, give them a, give them a chance to speak. They might be onto something because, well, I mean, you look at it, it's been done before. Uh, 1955, biological agents, in an experiment to test its ability to infect human populations with biological agents, the Central Intelligence Agency released bacteria in the Tampa, Florida area. Again, just letting out bacteria, testing it on American civilians, because, you know, there, there isn't a hundred other countries that we are in at all times that you couldn't test that on the prisoners. I mean, really, you shouldn't be testing that on anybody. What am I saying? 1956, yellow fever. Mosquitoes infected with yellow fever were released over Savannah, Georgia, and Avon Park, Florida. U.S. Army disease specialists posing as public health officials tested area residents for effects. So again, you got the U.S. military now going in. They're dressing up as public health officials. Because everybody believes the public health official. They care about your health. You're the public. And again, this is down in Florida. It seems like they really have it out for Florida. Or maybe they just like the weather. Uh, Let's see. 1965. Dioxin. Inmates at Holmesburg State Prison in Philadelphia were dosed with dioxin. A toxic chemical component of Agent Orange used in Vietnam. So these are inmates in a prison. Again, you go there, maybe something serious, maybe something not. But in any case, you're getting injected with a fucking chemical agent in Agent Orange. That's ah, that's a shitty thing to test out. Let's see, 1966, germ warfare. I just gotta say, you know, this is fucked up. I'm only into the 60s. This goes in up to 1995, and then it stops. And then you got, you know, 20 fucking five years 
since then where there's nothing being said. You can only fucking wonder what the hell is going on. I digress. 2020 has been a wonder. 1966, germ warfare. More than a million civilians were exposed to germ warfare when U.S. Army scientists dropped light bulbs filled with bacteria on ventilation grates throughout the New York City subway system. So you're going to work, coming home from work, and you got some G-men with light bulbs full of fucking bacteria, and they're dropping them in the vents like it's a goddamn movie. The 60s were awesome, huh? 1977, Contamination. Senate hearings revealed that between 1949 and 1969, 239 highly populated areas, including San Francisco, Washington, D.C., Key West, Panama City, Florida, Minneapolis, and St. Louis, had been contaminated with biological agents. 20 years, 239 highly populated areas. Over 20 years, they were infecting with bacteria to study it. 1978, Hepatitis B. The Center for Disease Control asked specifically for for promiscuous homosexual males when it tested an experimental hepatitis B vaccine in New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. Three years later, in those same cities, the first cases of AIDS were confirmed in homosexual men. Now, that's something that I've heard a million different conspiracies about, is the whole AIDS thing. You know, did it come from monkeys? Did it come from the government? Did it come from people? Where did it come from? Um, I've heard people argue that it's not a real disease and that the medicine is what kills you and that the disease itself can't kill you and that there's... um, There's incongruities in the numbers between Africa and America and mortality rate and how long it takes for HIV to become AIDS. That's a very interesting topic that I definitely want to delve into more on another day because, I mean, just all the different routes you can go down that rabbit hole. Uh, you, You could be there for hours. That's something I want to bring somebody else in on for sure. Um, So let's see, I guess we're jumping from the 70s, skipping right through the 80s. They didn't keep any records back then. They were all high on cocaine. They weren't writing shit down. It was all off memory. So 1990, measles. The Centers for Disease Control inoculated more than 1,500 six-month-old black and Hispanic babies in Los Angeles against measles. Later, the center confessed that the vaccine was experimental. So, uh, yeah, tested on minorities in a giant city, Los Angeles is fucking huge. 1,500 six-month-old black and Hispanic babies. So 1,500 little babies were stuck with a drug and they had no fucking clue what that even did. That's in 1990. I was born that year. I can only imagine what the fuck they stuck in my batch of kids because we all came out, uh, we'll just say slightly different. 1995, biological agents. Evidence surfaced that the biological agents used during the Gulf War had been manufactured in Houston, Texas and Boca Raton, Florida, and tested on prisoners in the Texas Department of Corrections. So again, the government and people in prisons with no choice on where to go or what they can do under the guise of, hey, go in there and get this shot, 
they're testing biological fucking agents. I mean, so going through that, you've heard about they dropped light bulbs and events and fucking just all sorts of horrific insanity. You got to wonder what the people in those positions of power um, are doing with their free time where they come up with such outlandish ideas and that absolutely nobody in their party has the nuts to check them and be like, yo, I can tell you how that's going to work if you inject radioactive material into the prisoners. They're going to fucking die. What happens if you give them malaria? I don't know, because we already know malaria kills people. It'll probably fucking kill people. Um, the only good experiment that they did in that whole thing that I seen was about the LSD. You know, you try that one again. There's tons of information you can get from dose and random populations. Dose my random population. That would be pretty dope. But, uh, you know, like I said, these are just some things that I wanted to discuss. And on a future date, we're going to get into more. We're going to get some other people involved. Uh, this is just the launch of the show. This is called The Dump. My name is William Crease. You guys have yourself a wonderful day, night, life. I love you.